Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Might as well just come back and tell the truth about it. That's why if it didn't work, this is why it didn't work. Because I'm not in line with the Word. Now I can be a good Christian and sanctified and separated and holy, but you see, that's not going to get the job done. <laughs> I mean when it comes to answered prayer. Thank God we believe in people living right. But you can't come brag on yourself when you come to pray and come to the throne of grace and tell God what all you've done and, and brag about that and get an answer. Oh, thank God we can bring the name of Jesus, though. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the series, The Name of Jesus by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's message. And so they've gone along without answers to prayer, saying, well, it must not have been His will because He didn't do it. So therefore, it couldn't have been His will. Because if it had been His will, He would have done it. Well, He's stating His will here, bless God. I was born again. And incidentally, yesterday was my spiritual birthday. 22nd day of April in 1933 came on a Saturday. And yesterday was Saturday, you see. I was born again. At 20 minutes till 8 o'clock. In the south bedroom of 405 North College Street in the city of McKinney, Texas. That's 32 miles north of Dallas, in case you don't know where it is. Most people know where the largest cities are in the states, you know. Well, it was there. When I was born again, I was on that, the bed of sickness and helplessness. And it was there that I learned some of the secrets of prayer that I'm sharing with you and the name of Jesus. See, it took me about a year to learn it. I was bed fast 16 months. But you know, I was healed. And learned to pray the prayer of faith. And you understand, listen to how I say this. It's important how I say it. Because some people grab a hold of part of what you say and miss the whole thing. You understand when it comes to praying about you, that your will comes in on the situation. You understand that nobody through prayer and faith can push something off on you that you don't want. Because if you could, we'd all put salvation off on everybody, wouldn't we? <laughs> wouldn't we? Sure would, wouldn't we? Same thing true as a Christian. And so when it comes to praying for the other felon about his needs and about his request, well then his will comes in and his faith or his doubt or his unbelief can nullify the effects of my faith. But now, when it comes to me, that's a different question entirely. Your unbelief is not going to affect me praying for my needs. I'm talking about me now. And my children, while they were small, I could do that while they're small. I can't do it now. They're grown. They'll have to act for themselves now. I can encourage them and help them and add my faith to that. But I could pray the prayer of faith for them. And, uh, and so I, I always got an answer. And the answer was always Yes. Some people said, well, now God says, sometimes you said yes. He always answers. Sometimes you said yes, sometimes you said no. 
I never read that in the Bible. That's just human reasoning. Jesus didn't say, Hitherto you've asked nothing in my name, ask and ye shall receive. However, sometimes he'll say no, and sometimes he'll say yes, and sometimes he'll say wait a while. See, we've added to the Bible and made it try, trying, you see, to give people an answer of why it hadn't worked for them. Well, the simple reason of why it hadn't worked for them is that they didn't work the word. Might as well just come back and tell the truth about it. That's why if it didn't work, this is why it didn't work. Because I'm not in line with the word. Now I can be a good Christian and sanctified and separated and holy. But you see, that's not going to get the job done. <laughs> I mean when it comes to answered prayer. Thank God we believe in people living right. But you can't come brag on yourself when you come to pray and come to the throne of grace and tell God what all you've done and, and brag about that and get an answer. Oh, thank God we can't bring the name of Jesus though. And God's word works today just as much as it ever did. So you asked of the Father, in my name, Jesus said. I'll endorse that and the Father will give it to you. You see, this puts prayer on a purely legal basis. For he has given us the legal right to use his name. As we take our privileges and take our rights under this new covenant that we have and pray in Jesus' name, it passes out of our hands into Jesus' hands. Hallelujah. He then assumes a responsibility of that prayer and uh, we know that Jesus said, Father, I thank thee that thou hearest me and I know that thou hearest me always. He always does. In other words, we know that the Father always hears Jesus. And when we pray in Jesus' name, it is as though Jesus himself were doing the praying. He takes our place. Now when we understand that, what a difference. Glory to God, it makes in prayer. This places prayer not only on legal grounds, but it makes it a business proposition. Hallelujah. When we pray, we take Jesus' place here to carry out his will on the earth, and he takes our place there before God the Father. You remember in the 16th chapter of Mark's gospel? The 17th and 18th verses, he said, And these signs shall follow them that believe or another translation said these signs shall accompany I think I like that a little bit better you know you think about somebody following it's going along behind you but when you think about somebody accompanying it's going along with you I like that translation better because that agrees with other scriptures that said we're workers together with him we're not following him he's not following us we're going along together we're workers together with him so I like that translation that said that these signs shall accompany. That means go along with them. Accompany them that believe. Literally in the Greek it said these signs shall accompany the believing ones. Now every child of God is a believing one. Now what are these signs in my name? 
All of these signs must belong to every child of God because the name of Jesus belongs to every child of God. In my name they shall cast out demons. They shall speak with new tongues. You ever think about you've got a right to speak with tongues in the name of Jesus? They shall take up serpents. If they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Now here, Jesus is revealing his part in the Great Commission. In that great document, he says, over in Matthew, you know, all authority has been given unto me in heaven and earth. King James translation said, he said, all power. You might want to turn back over there and read that just a moment. Let's just look at it. 28th chapter of Matthew. Sometimes we quote them and go too hurriedly and folks miss it. That's the 18th verse of the 28th chapter of Matthew. Now notice. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Now, you see, there's, there, there's more than one Greek word that's translated power in the New Testament. You'll look this word up in the W.E. Vines Expository Dictionary of New Testament Words. You'll find that this word power here, many other translations read that way, is really the word, the Greek word is the word in the New Testament that's called authority again and again. Translated authority. And really it's the Greek word for authority. And many translations read that way. That Jesus said all authority has been given unto me in heaven and in earth. Now you see, if you'd just stop right there, well, we'd have stopped and had a count meeting and said, thank God he has the authority. He has the authority in heaven and in earth. He can do whatever he wants to do. It's up to him because he has it. But that's not all Jesus said. That's not all Jesus said. Jesus said, immediately authorizes the church to go forth in his name. One minister wrote to me. He heard me talking on the 700 Club some time ago. And so he said, uh, you know, uh, God had already been dealing with him, you see, along some of these lines. Because in his church, you know, he just prone to believe and taught to believe that you know, if God wants to do it, well, he's going to do it. He's got the authority. He has the power. Just leave it up to God. There was sickness in his own home. There was mental depression even on his heart. Just accepted, you know, that the Lord's working out something, you know. And so here he goes along in the ministry for years. Depressed. Oppressed himself. In his family. Sickness and disease. And just simply no victory for years. But he said, God had already been dealing with me, and I guess I was just ready to hear what you said. Because, see, God was trying to bring that truth to his spirit, that it's not so much up to God on this earth as it is up to us. And he said, when you began to say some things there, I got my eyes open, I began to see. And it seemed like the Lord spoke to me and said, that's what I've been trying to tell you all the time, dummy. <laughs> that may not be the word, that's the essence of it. <laughs> You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. I'm holding in my hand a book 
Health Food Devotionals. It's a, a guide to spiritual nourishment for the soul. And actually what this is, is a day-by-day devotional beginning in January 1. This is a tremendous book and you want to get a hold of this. It is being offered by the ministry this month. It's yes. been offered for twelve seventy-five. I want you to get a hold of this. And that's it, $3.20 savings. Yeah, it is a $3.20 saving. Mm -hmm. So I want you to get a hold of this. This is the dependent. The daily headings include why people fail to receive healing. Where does sickness come from? Is God trying to teach you something? Healing starts with you and God keeps his word. That's just a few of the titles there. And I was just looking here in the first one. It's uh, January 1. It's uh, from Proverbs 4, 20 through 22. My son, attend to my words, incline an ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they are life unto those that find them and health to all their flesh. And so dad says, okay, this is health to all their flesh. This is God's medicine. They do a little devotional from that. The next one, live long on the earth. That's right. Accept Christ as your healer. Just fantastic devotionals. They're all very short. They're all mm -hmm. just like one page long. I mean, or half a page long. Yes. And it's something that you could read just before you go to work while you're drinking a cup of coffee and then you can think about it and meditate on That's it all right. day long. All so day don't long. fail to get that. This month's special offer is the Health Food Devotional for the discounted price of $12.75. Get this dynamic resource to start your new year off right. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. Don't delay. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126. Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Tomorrow on Rhema for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, The Name of Jesus. Thanks for listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.